Welcome to another edition of the Game Preview Podcast presented by WinBet. Betting is a team sport. Bet together at WinBet. Ethan Greenberg, Cynthia Freeland, still full from Thanksgiving, at least here on the East Coast. Fair to say on the West Coast? I am so disgustingly full. I don't think I can even look at another turkey or stuffing for at least another 11 months and three weeks. <laughs> That's the cycle of Thanksgiving, right? We eat it once a year. We stuff ourselves so much that we can't even look at the bird for another year. So regardless... Jets got to win a little th- Thanksgiving celebration afterwards. And now they're taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. We'll see if Jalen Hurts may or may not play to be determined at the time that we're recording this podcast. So with that being said, Cynthia, start us off. Heads or tails, as always. Tails never fails. Yeah. You, uh, one time, I, maybe you'll go heads. And in fact, it is a heads. So I get to choose what are we going with first. And you know what? Let's just dive right into it. Let's go for the first quarter let's talk about this Jets pass offense against the Eagles passing defense because Zach Wilson when you look at the numbers not great against the Texans who had a bottom third defense in the NFL in a lot of categories now they have a step up in class against the Eagles what did you take away from Wilson's performance and what do you is that really just knocking off the rust or is there more to that that we don't see I mean look we don't know exactly what practice has been like. We don't know if he's 100%. There's a lot of unknown factors here, right? Like this PCL situation is not like going it, to – it's very quick to come back. So let's just be honest and say there's a little bit of rust and a little bit of the fact that we don't exactly know if he's 100%. But I think it was a good showing when he wasn't under pressure. I mean, you saw a six, almost a 64% completion percentage when he was kept clean, when he wasn't being pressured. He did a very nice job. So – I guess what I'm saying from this is that it's kind of like any other rookie, although we got to kind of backtrack it because we did have that time off from the injury. So how quickly do you think that Zach Wilson can get back to where he was playing when he got hurt against the Patriots in Foxborough? Because Robert Sala said that the team kind of thought that he was about to take that step that we've seen a lot of rookies do for the Jets, like Michael Carter and Elijah Moore. Well, look, we'll know when he's ready when we start seeing him take more deep passes. His average depth of target in this last game was not very deep. Why? Because the game plan was to be accurate and to keep it moving. And it worked because it resulted in the thing that everyone cares about, which is the win, right? So at the end of the day, I think we'll know when he's going to be taking that step and when they're ready and when they believe he's ready. When we see deeper targets, some of those routes that are you know, a little bit longer developing routes where you need a little bit more protection and you're not under pressure. And how about this Eagles defense, Cynthia? Obviously led by Darius Slay. He's had a very good year. Zach Wilson has not. He hasn't had a game yet so far in his career, although just a handful of stars, where he has not turned the ball over. So how mindful do you think he has to be of Darius Slay and the rest of that secondary? I'm going to tell you that Defensive fronts and defensive backs, they work, you know, hands in gloves. So it's really about, I'm I'm going to put this one on the O-line a bit. I mean, I've been... I went back and I watched all of Zach Wilson's interceptions. I've seen them as well. And some are on him. He's a rookie. He's got to figure this out. And some are on the fact that he's been constantly under pressure. I mean, when you have pressure coming in your face and you're a rookie adapting to the league, that's going to happen. Now, Darius Slay, the thing that's interesting about him is they could probably kind of throw to the other side away from him. And while he is a very good corner and someone you should absolutely not mess with, no matter if you're a very, very good quarterback in this league or a very, very established quarterback in this league, it's really going to come down to the fact that, you know, it's got to be a read of the defense and he's got to stay out from pressure's way so he doesn't have to make a decision that he's not ready to make. 
You know, you mentioned taking deep shots with Zach Wilson, and obviously that was kind of like the bread and butter at BYU, the off-platform stuff. We saw it when Zach Wilson played like that against the Tennessee Titans. But how do you balance that as well as getting the ball out of your hands quickly, knowing that the Eagles like to start their defense much like the Jets? It all starts up front for them. Well, you do what you saw them do last week, which was you design a run offense and a run scheme. This is like the most rushing yards we've seen in a very long time from the Jets. So really, you create the run so that the pass can evolve off of it, right? If you become one-dimensional, then the defense knows how to pressure you and when you're going to throw because you're only throwing, right? So at the end of the day, it's really about offensive balance, and we've seen that evolving. I think it's just a little bit of patience, which I know is a very unsatisfying thing to, to say that we need a little bit of patience here, but those deeper routes will develop. Also, if more people who run deeper routes get healthier, you know, the really important guy, the free agent guy, that would help too because you have to have your strongest arsenal out there in order to get the best output. Oh, I think I know that guy. I think you're talking about Corey Davis, who did not play against the Texans with a groin injury. We'll see what his status is for Sunday against the Philadelphia Eagles at MetLife Stadium. Let's move on to the second quarter here, Cynthia. You talked about the Jets running game. Without Michael Carter last week in Houston, still a very productive performance from Tevin Coleman, Ty Johnson, and we got to shout out Austin Walter, not just because of the story, but because he had some really nice runs here for the Jets. He had some great runs, and I love his story. And he, I don't know, I, this is, seems like this like theme of the Jet season. You've got these like great kids who kind of seemingly pop out of nowhere, and then they give you these awesome press conferences, and it's 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 great. Like that kid's awesome. I'm I'm a big fan. But I'm I mean, really, you have to go back to kind of Tevin Coleman, who really did take the workload, the volume, and pick it up with Michael Carter's absence. So the whole arsenal of all three running backs was really what made the difference in keeping the ball like we saw some we saw some turnovers of course but the difference was that the Jets did have a bit more ball control because they were able to establish this run so well and do you expect that success to continue against the Eagles or is that a different kind of a different kind of fighter that the Jets are going up against I think that this Eagles game will actually come down to whichever defensive front is able to pressure the opposing quarterback. And I say quarterback because we don't, like you said, is Jalen Hurts okay? We think he's going to play. I don't know. But he's had a bunch of turnovers and hasn't been as effective in recent weeks either. So it's going to be really come down to that, which means that the run game, I think both teams' run games are also super important. We've seen the Eagles establish the run mostly with Jalen Hurts primarily because that's who their guy is. But Ultimately, they've been able to rush a ton as well. So whoever can kind of get the run to help keep their quarterback out of harm's way, that's going to be who wins this game. All right. And also just in terms of the Eagles run defense, the defensive tackle combination between Fletcher Cox and Javon Hargrave, like that has to be on the short list of the top defensive tackle duos in the NFL, right? Like this is probably the best front interior that the Jets have seen all year. Is that fair to say? I don't know about all year to have to go back, but it's definitely right up there. However, my only like caveat in saying that the run that uh, I'm not as concerned about the run because the concepts that this team runs, the outside zone rushing scheme that we've seen this, this is what this, this, the, you know, the, the architects of this offense do, they kind of run away from those guys. So, you know, and I saw in this last game, the middle of the O line played really well. I mean, Connor McGovern had an awesome game last week. So let's just say like I, that one to me is it's a little bit more like you can probably scheme around Fletcher Cox. I'm not suggesting they're 
not good. Let me be honest. Fletcher Cox is really, really good. But I'm saying that fit-wise, this is one where I think the Jets could figure out some schematic advantage to keep their run game going, even if it doesn't look super efficient. Maybe it's not, you know, six yards per clip. It doesn't have to be that efficient. It just has to, they just have to keep using it so that they can mix up the looks a little bit. WinBet is now live in New Jersey, and they're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports, from boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport. They have what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a special offer, risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com to start winning. WinBet, an official sportsbook and gaming partner of the New York Jets. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com must be 21 or older and present in New Jersey. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-270-7117. A perfect day for football here at MetLife Stadium. This game is about two things, energy and discipline. Come out to MetLife Stadium on Sunday, December 5th at 1 p.m. to see the New York Jets host the Philadelphia Eagles presented by SAP. Don't miss the excitement of game day. Lock in your seats at nyjets.com slash tickets. Once again, that's nyjets.com slash tickets. I want to ask you about that. What's the benefit of committing to the run, even though the, the average numbers may not be there in terms of sheer volume. I mean, Anthony Becht is in the studio every week and he's, he's always saying, I just want the team to run the ball X amount of times. I think his number is 20 just to try to get defenses off balance from your perspective. What benefit does that give the offense? Even if the run game isn't working at the yards per at or the yards per clip that maybe it did in Houston. You tell Anthony Beck that I love talking about Trayvon Wesco with him. It's like my favorite thing ever. He's like, <laughs> it's so good. Um, I love Anthony. He's right. But mathematically, I don't know what the number is because it really depends on the number of drives. It really depends on, you know, the situation. But remember, when you take a big hit, if you're a quarterback and you take a big hit, you got to You need a minute, right? I don't care who you are, right? Like the, the, what happens, the, the play after a pressure, you got to figure it out. So part of being true to the run is mixing up the looks so that the offense maintains their advantage. Offense gets to choose defense has to react. That is true. Every single snap, right? So if you are making those looks, if you're mixing up those looks and you are giving yourself an advantage where, okay, we're going to run on this one, even if it's two yards even sometimes it's okay because now we've still got you know second and eight that's okay everyone's it, it, people freak out because they're like oh you're getting you know you're 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 behind on down though oh my goodness but sometimes it's all right now we can set up a different look because now we see that they're willing to play zone or we'll get them out of in in a different they'll they won't know what to expect so they won't just straight play man or won't just straight keep giving you the same look and keep beating you with the same thing, right? Like, was it like the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results? Like, that's the kind of reason why you you commit to a run in a certain way, meaning in a way that doesn't harm you on f- future downs. All right, that was a great analysis, and that's a great way to end the second quarter, which brings us to halftime. And we've talked about Thanksgiving last episode, but the day after Thanksgiving, Black Friday, followed by Cyber Monday, I mean, you do some damage over there on the West Coast or you you take it easy? You know, listen, I've bought two presents so far. I I hate shopping. I I cannot stand crowds and I, I will not go out. Mm. And then I don't know. I didn't want I just didn't feel like it. So I actually I did a lot of I did a lot of damage on Giving Tuesday, though, because every single email I got was like, this is the chair. I'm like, I have to give to this charity. I ha-. So I did a yeah. lot more Giving Tuesday damage. I just couldn't I couldn't websites and it's all messy and 
It's not my yep. thing. It's not my thing. Yeah, I, I get it so though. Far. Like you, you, you want to go in in the store and check it out, see it in person. But then there's the crowds, and there's you know, heck, everything's just hectic. Where you can order things online, but then if it doesn't fit, then you got to return it. That's a hassle. I get it. It's not a great system, but you know, I, you know what I wish? I just with wish like. I feel like I come from a family where like they, they, my parents don't tell me what they want for holidays or birthdays. They're just like, yeah, you know, whatever. I'm like, no, no, no. Like, you know that I'm going to buy something. So just tell me what you want. Like, even if you say you don't want a present, I'm still going to buy one. Tell me what you want. That way you get what you want. You don't have to spend the money for it. I'll right. be happy to. You're saving me time in the long run. It doesn't exist. And that's an issue. That is my issue. My mom's the opposite. My mom's like, listen, I don't want anything for Christmas, except I'm really looking at this new casserole dish. And I would love to make the casseroles. The casseroles in this dish would be so good if you just, but I don't need anything for Christmas. Don't worry about it, honey. <laughs> See, but but that's easy though. Cause then, you know, cause you, your mom is dropping clues. She's like, all right, the casserole dish, maybe, it, you know, if you're, if you're thinking that way, you see, I like that. For me, it's not like that at all. It's it's a, it's a guessing game. It's awful. I'm not, I'm not trying to guess, right? Like New Yorkers are so black and white. Like this is this is it or it isn't. Is it this or is it that? Just tell me what you want and I'll get it. That's it. Well, you know my dad's a New Yorker, right? So I'll be yeah. like, what do you want? And he's like, I need these specific golf balls that are. And I'm like, what? Okay. When he writes it down, I can get it easily. It's fine. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Freeland knows what's up in terms of Art gift, Freeland's right? got that it. He's on it. He's all over it. He's not messing around. He's not wasting anyone's time. <laughs> mm. All right. That's great. That, that was that was a good little halftime segment. Yeah, I, I needed that here as we record at 10 18 in the morning. All right. So let's move on to the third quarter now. Let's talk about this Eagles this Eagles passing offense against the Jets passing defense. We'll save the run offense because that's that's really the the meat and potatoes of the Eagles offense. So what have you seen from Jalen Hurts as a passer so far this year? And let's just play hypothetical. If he were to not play, Gardner Minshew would play. So what kind of challenge would he present in terms of passing the football? Oh, God. Wouldn't it be funny if, it's, wouldn't it be funny if on the same week we get Gardner Minshew starting a, against a New York team and then we get, you know, a different non-quarterback for Daniel Jones, uh, you know, and start – That'd be incredible. But um, look, when I look to see this Jalen Hurts passing situation, it really comes down to pressure. Obviously, Jalen Hurts is a very mobile quarterback. So when you get him to hang on to the ball, the reason that the Giants upset the Eagles last week was because they forced Jalen Hurts to do like the runs that are not designed rushes or scrambles where he had a lot of yards. When he was forced to hang on to the ball, two of his three interceptions happened when he held on for more than four seconds. So the, get him out of his kind of groove, right? Then the other thing there is under pressure, another two, two of his three interceptions, one of them obviously intersected there. So interestingly enough, it's kind of the same formula, right? Jalen Hurts under pressure, Jalen Hurts out of rhythm, is going to be problematic and ball turnovery. That's a good word. And um, if you're if you're going to keep that for, and that's obviously the strength of this Jets team is their defensive front, right? We saw nine pressures last game. We saw, I mean, John Franklin Myers just had another one, his highest rated game for me since I've been tracking him with win shares. So I thought it was just this season that it was his highest game. It's actually since I've started tracking. So, I mean, look, John Franklin Myers, his individual kind of war for, for football, which is win share for me, that this is that could be super disruptive to either Gardner Minshew or Jalen Hurts. Can you describe before we continue this or talk about the Eagles offensive line a little bit? What exactly is your win share and your war? And just so we get a little reminder here. Sure. So 
like in baseball, most baseball fans are familiar, war is wins above replacement. So what is this individual player's value kind of if you were to take them and plop them on an average team? Well, for football, it's a little bit different because we've got 11 moving pieces all at the same time. So it's the calculation's a little harder. So win share, the actual number isn't as impressive. It's a smaller number, smaller fractional number. But ultimately, it's a ranking of Who's the best quarterback if you were to just look at them in isolation? It tries to isolate kind of what is your ability to earn first downs and touchdowns with this player on the field or on defense to stop first downs and touchdowns if you're a defensive player. People think betting is about what you know. It's also about who you're with. And with the WinBet Sports Betting Casino app, you bet with Win. Ben, look at this, look at this. New York plus three and a half at home. They're 44 and 22. Greg, no New York bets. Hey! Hope you didn't bet on Boston. Shaq, did you bet on Boston? I went with Greg on this one. He has a whole system. <laughs> big payout, big payout, big payout, big payout. Ooh! Mm -hmm. Greg, Greg. Yes? What is the Greg system? I pick by color, mostly. All right, great analysis. So let's talk about this Eagles offensive line. A little different than the Texans offensive line. Feels like the Eagles are on the short list of one of the NFL's better units. So what kind of challenge will this be for this Jets team? And how important is it to try to win up front this weekend in particular? So interestingly, when I look at this Eagles O-line, look, Eagles have strong O-line partly because they've got a good like system of O-linemen and how they teach their O-linemen. Sometimes we forget about that. We forget that like teaching people is like important, but just ask Trevor Lawrence, that actually does matter. So all, interestingly enough, when I look at this, it's they, they don't, when you mix up the speed rush and the bull rush, they get more confused. So that's one of, you know, obviously, so defensive, when you pass rush, you kind of do it in different ways. So if they mix up the ways that they're coming at them, then that could be how you mix them up. Because what really what's happening here is this team's really figured out that if you run the ball, that, that their things are a lot better, but on passing downs, Jalen hurts, tries to maybe do a little too much. And maybe that's what those interceptions and what the turnovers are coming from, because, you know, he is really good and he is able to manipulate the pocket, but you can't manipulate it forever, right? You can't move the pocket forever. You have to, four seconds is a long, it's forever in football. All right. Well, let's wrap up the third quarter talking about the Eagles passing targets and also this Jets secondary that started javelin Gidry on the outside this past week. The week before that was Isaiah Dunn. Both those guys replacing Brandon Eccles, who's on injured reserve. So the Eagles have Devontae Smith, Jalen Rager, Quez Watkins. Great name, by the way. That's an epic name. That's a you have to you may yeah. not like the I mean, look, he's a he's a competitor this week, but like that's a great name. You're like, yes, Quez, got it. Que Quezzy, Quezzy Watkins. <laughs> so what do you make about what do you make of them as receivers and what kind of challenges do each three or all three of those guys present to this Jets secondary? Devontae Smith is a very good route runner. Devontae Smith is a very smart, instinctive. Okay. Sometimes we like get with bogged down with these football terms. I kind of hate them. So when you say a smart and instinctive runner, what that means is that at a young age, he's able to run routes and run the route tree with precision, meaning he ends up in the spot he's supposed to end up based on this play design at the time he's supposed to end up. Oftentimes, Alabama receivers do actually 
got, they, they fit that mold. They must be teaching them well there down in Alabama. Turns out, you know, Nick Saban does a few things right. So at the end of the day, when you say that smart, instinctive runner, it just means he's where he's supposed to be at the time he's supposed to be. His hips are in the right spot. He's facing in the direction that allows him to add yards after the catch. So he's a very good, you know, they were afraid he was going to be undersized. I don't know anything about that. He won a Heisman Trophy. He was a great pickup. So he's their only true big threat. I'm more worried about, you know, so Devontae Smith, and then I'm more worried about their tight end than I am about the other route runners. Jalen Rager has been inconsistent in his routes. He's been inconsistent with drops. Sometimes drops are a function of which way your bodies turn when the ball arrives. That means less instinctive, right? Like if you ask a scout, maybe that's how they would help define it. So he's less, and look, Quez gets his, he gets his, he gets his targets and he makes them happen, but he's there. You know, I don't think they're asking him to run the same routes as Devontae Smith when you look, watch, watch it on the film. Like, they're not. So, you know, it's really Devontae and then Dallas Goddard. Speaking of Devontae Smith, before we move on to our fourth quarter presented by Homefield IT, I saw on Twitter that he's on the Chad Johnson Ocho Cinco McDonald's diet, right? Like pregame. What, what do you think about that? that? That's a bold move. I don't understand how Chad did it. And I don't understand how Devontae's doing it. Because if I did that, I, I wouldn't be performing at a high level. No, I'd be like asleep on the like on the sideline, taking a little nap over there. Look, I I don't know. I think maybe if I had to tell you what I really think about that, I think it might be a little bit of a fib because everyone was talking about how <laughs> Devontae Smith was a bit undersized. And mm. I don't and I think it was maybe one of those things you say like to be like, look, I'm getting fatter. Like, I mean, but I, I would imagine that most of these people are pretty well-oiled machines when it comes to health and regimented eating. And, you know, I, I can, I don't know. I, I, I think it, it might be like one of those things where it was like, like if you, um, you know, on Wikipedia, like if you like Google me, right, it says my dad's MacGyver and my dad loves that. So, and I'm never, ever going to change. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. I think I said that on a podcast one time that my dad like is like MacGyver and, and it just stuck. So yeah. I'm never going to correct anyone. My dad's not MacGyver, but I mean, don't tell the internet that. So, Point being is, I I think it's more of a joke than, and I think Ocho Cinco's is too. I mean, did you see him boxing? And he's, I, you can't, you don't get that way eating McDonald's. I don't care who you are. I don't care what kind of genetic freak you are. Fair. You know, I, I respect the commitment to it, but there's no way I could do it. And I could understand post game more than pre game. I mean, that's really where my issue is. Like, if you want to do a little post game treat, right? You want a little, uh, Six-piece McNugget, you want some French fries, I'm here for you, especially after a win. Pre-game, no chance for me. That is a hard no for me. But I digress. So keep eating that McDonald's. If it works, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And with that, we're moving on to the fourth quarter presented by Homefield IT. Now the Eagles rushing offense, Cynthia, number one in the NFL. But if Jalen Hurts does not play, how big of a blow would that be to that specific unit in terms of rushing the football here i think boston scott would then become like a very good like a, he's already a good fantasy running back but i think boston scott would be like your fantasy like okay we're gonna go all in on him so look i you know we've seen what they're what they're doing is they're creating it with different backs it's not just one guy say boston scott because he gets a red zone carries and obviously in fantasy you need that but you know miles sanders who has yet to score a touchdown this season that's an interesting one too I don't exactly know what to expect if it's Gardner Minshew, which is kind of, you know, we talked about it last week when you have that element of change. Gardner Minshew is a very different type of quarterback than J very different. 
Gardner Minshew is a deep passer. Gardner Minshew is like a, he's not going to rush for 78 yards. It's just not, that's not how he has at least in the past operated. So I'm not sure what I would expect in that situation. I would, I guess I would just really bracket, you know, Devontae Smith and probably Dallas Goddard and let the other guys drop the ball. But, you know, it's, it's interesting. It's an interest. It's going to be an interesting difference. Jalen Hurts is a, a very good quarterback. Jalen Hurts is a very, he's smart to be able to, you know, figure out the, the designed runs for him are excellent and they do a nice job with that. So it, it'd be a very different game plan with Gardner Minshew. And Jalen Hurts also leads the team in rushing yards. Obviously, Miles Sanders did miss a couple games there earlier in the year. But with Jalen Hurts, Cynthia, when the, when the Eagles came to Florham Park in the summer and they had joint practices here leading up to the final preseason game, I was really taken aback by how stout Jalen Hurts was as a runner, right? He has a very thick lower half. He's got big legs. And I think we've seen that take, take the field, really, in terms of the running game. So how dynamic of a runner is Jalen Hurts, who's very different than some of the other rushing quarterbacks that we've seen in the league. People try to do like comps, you know, in draft classes, like this is, this guy is the next, this guy, like, I don't, I hate all that stuff, but you know, he's less like Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson has a thin base. You talked about it. He's more like Russell Wilson than he is like, you know, build wise than he is like, actually he's probably more like Tyrod Taylor uh, from a build standpoint. Right. So Thicker base, a, a lot. People think it's thinner. Like I don't, I don't know. Like Lamar Jackson has is a very, it's much thinner, and he's much more like he's a, a very quick. He's fast, but he's also very quick. Jalen Hurts is a like a more of like a true running back, like a, a guy who keeps getting faster as he runs further. So he's a different. It's just a different style, and it's it's interesting because now we have so many quarterbacks who are using their legs because that's what's happening in college, right? Supply and demand. That's what's going on in college. We've got to see that's what's going to eventually evolve to be even more a part of the NFL. So that's an, he's he's like the more modern. He's a like the more modern rushing quarterback. That's not Lamar Jackson, who's truly a like also a running back, right? <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, it makes perfect sense to me. And obviously we'll see what happens if Jalen Hurts does or does not play. But that, that's a big part of this Eagles offense. That was the fourth quarter presented by Homefield IT. And that was another episode of the Game Preview Podcast presented by WinBet. Betting is a team sport. Bet together at WinBet. You know, I just want to circle back on one thing before we wrap up here. You said you brought two presents. Are they for me and our producer, Matt Sitkoff? Oh, I already know what I'm getting you guys. I'm not worried about that. No, I, <laughs> my, my, literally, you ready? My two presents, this is, this is it. Niece number one, niece number two. That's it. Nice. That's, where, that's all, all right. I've done so far. But I figure if I'm going to get anyone like done, like if I, I can't mess up those two, like supply chain issues, all that stuff be damned, I will get in trouble if I do not get my nieces their kids. Yeah, we do it for the kids, right? Everyone does it for the kids. Cross it off the list. Niece one and niece two, congratulations. Your presence will You're arrive done. on You're time. Done. <laughs> All right. That's a, that was a great episode of the Game Preview Podcast presented by WinBet. Betting is a team sport. Bet together at WinBet. Jets-Eagles Sunday, 1 p.m. at MetLife Stadium. The Eagles go back to MetLife Stadium after losing to the Giants last weekend. Cynthia, will talk to you next week, and hopefully by then you get some more presents. I guess I'll go do some more work, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs>